just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome back to the Proper True Yarn Podcast, the show at which we extract some mad and fucking wild yarns from our good people. Um, we had to shut it up a bit last night. We sort of... Yeah, mate, we got into it pretty we, late, didn't we? We got into it. So, uh, Brosie was uh, the third potty and I think it was about 1, one thirty that we had to... Uh, we all said, fuck it, we'll, we'll come back this morning. and For we'll part two. Uh, part two and, and continue on with telling a few yarns. So, mm. um, Rowan, we've got a yarn and I still remember that you fucking... You sent it to me on the voice <laughs> message and I was like, what the fuck? There's a yarn of all yarns about uh, you finding a dead person in the cemetery. I know, I, and as fucking stupid like, as it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you go, you say to someone, hey, you wouldn't believe it, but I found a fucking dead body in a cemetery. <laughs> in the hole. <laughs> in, in the, yes. <laughs> on, in the grave, technically. <laughs> they like, look at you like you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> no shit, Sherlock. Mate, bro, tell, okay. tell the fucking yarn. All right, so tell the yarn. So, like, so what happened was, it was a Sunday afternoon, right? We had the kids with us, so it was a family outing. Family outing. <laughs> just, a, just a nice little family outing to the uh, local cemetery. Local cemetery. As you do. Yeah, for a bit of history and a bit of knowledge. <laughs> um, what happened was our oldest daughter, Michaela, she she was the one that actually prompted it because she said that her boyfriend wasn't taking it. She wanted to go, always wanted to go to the cemetery. She wanted to look at the cemetery and boyfriend wouldn't take her. And I said, look, we're over this side of town. We'll take it to the south one because it's got a rich history of people who are in there and... And um, whatnot. So we'll like stuff it. We'll go and have a look. Yep. And we're going through, and we'll have a look at all the uh, the old graves, and and each section of the the cemetery is a different religion. <laughs> so you've got one section's got Catholics, one section's like Anglicans, Presbyterian, all that sort of stuff. So we're yeah. going through all the different little bits and pieces. So right in the middle of the cemetery, you've got one of those big ass trees, the ones that you see along the riverbank of Rocky and all that in the botanical gardens where. The, they sort of branch out and then they'll they'll hit the ground again and, and root again. Like a big old fig tree. Fig tree. And it was right in the middle of the cemetery. Anyway, so we're walking over towards the cemetery, in the middle of the cemetery there, and we noticed that they had, there was all these clothes that were placed on headstones. And, and we're like, fuck, that's really weird. Like the way that they were placed on the headstones, you would assume that someone's drying their clothes. Like <laughs> that looked like someone's using headstones as a Clothesline. Clothesline. Yeah, right. So that sort of rang a little bit of alarm bell because we're like, fuck, if there's someone sitting in the fucking cemetery and they've got their clothes out. And what age were you? Oh, I obviously know the age of your kids, but what age were the other kids with you? Bro? Okay, so so Michaela at the time, she would have been early 20s, so 21, 22, something like that. Yeah. Tyler probably would have been about 14. Um, yeah. And Mercedes would have been 12. So roughly, roughly around yeah, that. Yeah, roughly so, those age, but, yeah. Yeah, so... Uh, 
to give people a bit of knowledge behind it, like they, they've grown up in the industry. They yeah. they know what Dad's done, you know, the whole entire time. Um, we used to live at, at the funeral home, uh, yeah. so every day they'd go through, they'd see, you know, they'd go past the, the trimming room to get to the car so we could go to school and... You know, yeah. we sheltered them from. We didn't just sit there. There's <laughs> 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 dad doing an embalming <laughs> thing. And I was like, see you later, son. Have a good day at school. <laughs> Waving with a scalpel blade. <laughs> no, it wasn't like that at all. You know, yeah. like it was all. You know, like it was all cordoned off and stuff. Um, but so, so they're they're accustomed to that stuff. So it's not a shock. You know. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we go. We're back at the. We're in the cemetery here, and we're looking at these clothes. And, and as we look over the fig tree, you can see there's a squalor. And um, there was sort of like some rubbish. There was a, a mattress in the frig tree area, um, a couple of personal items, and we're like, oh, shit, there's someone here. Yep. And it was Christy was the one that actually spotted him first. And she said, oh, look, he's over there. And I'm like, where? Because there was a bit of a gap between Christy and myself. And she goes, in, in the grave. And I said, oh, Bullshit. She goes, no, no, he's in the grave. So yeah, look like Krista. Her brother's, he's in the grave. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, fuck, good one. Fuck off, doll. Yeah, smart ass. <laughs> anyway, I look over and sure enough, he's in the grave. And so when I say in the grave, it's one of those old school style tombstones where they have a border around oh. it as well. So not yep. just the headstone, you've got a whole border, but that border is, you know, yeah. 30, 40 centimetres yeah, high. So, yeah, so he's technically in the grave. Yeah. Even though he's on top of it, he's in it. Yeah. And he's sort of in a fetal position. And so I'm like, oh, shit, I think he's, he's fucking drunk oh, or passed, yeah, passed out or something. Been yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's just a typical Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, look, I'll, I'll go over and check, see if he's all right. As I start to walk over, Christy's like, oh, shit, I think he might be dead. And I'm like, nah, nah, he's not dead. He's not dead. <laughs> I'm like, and he's like, hey, mate, hey, mate. Christy's like, excuse me, sir. <laughs> like, giving him some authority. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as I start to get closer, I'm like, oh, hang on. <laughs> shit. Oh, shit. I'm like looking, like, you know, I could tell by the coloured. The discoloration. Dis- discoloration, sorry. Yeah, the discoloration in his skin what we call liver mortis and blood pooling and stuff. So you can see like the darkening around the bottom sides of him where he was been laying on that side. I noticed that there was also biological matter happening as well. So you had ants and, you know, all that sort of stuff sort of going towards him. He had over his clothing like a, a morning mist drying of it. You know, like you leave, you leave yeah. your car out in the morning, get the morning mist and it dries and you're left yeah. with that dusty... Yeah, he had that all over the top of his clothes. So I knew straight away that this person passed away. Like he's dead. Yeah. And um, so the last thing I wanted to do is fucking touch him. Yeah. I didn't want to touch him. Like I, 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 I as much as I know, I like any person would know that if something was foul play, that's that, right. You uh, don't disturb yeah, the scene. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So anyway, I've gone. Holy fuck! <laughs> and 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 the kids and everyone's just like. What the fuck, Dad? <laughs> like, You've set this up, Dad. <laughs> so I'm sitting there and I'm fucking contemplating, what the fuck do I do here? I mean, obviously I know I've got to call the cops. Like, I'm not, I know, but I'm like, how do I word it so it sounds believable and I don't come across like a fucking nutcase? Yeah. A funeral director. Funeral director. On Found- a Sunday, find a dead body. In a grave. In a grave. In a cemetery. In a cemetery. <laughs> 
Can you send someone? <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you word it, Brian? Uh, pretty much exactly like that. <laughs> but I kept stumbling. I was like, so I, ra- I finally rang. So, you know, I, I rang. I tried ringing through the main line first. So there's no emergency. I, I know you guys did. So anyway, I couldn't get through. And I rang the um, rang AAA. They said, "Oh, state emergency. You know, fire word." They said, "I'm police." Call police. So I go, what's the emergency? Well, it's technically not an emergency, and please just bear with me one second. I said, I'm I'm here at the local cemetery on the south side of Rockhampton. I found a dead body in a grave, but he's not supposed to be in the grave. He's above the grave, not below the grave, and it's not really a corpse that's supposed to be there. <laughs> so I, started, I started fumbling my words, and she's like, uh, uh, okay. I'm like, yeah. I was, and she goes, how do you know he's dead? I said, oh. You, would you believe that I'm a funeral director and I know what a corpse looks like? <laughs> Imagine I was Sharon at police and going, hey, here we go. We've got another cock here. Yeah. Being so, a real funny fuck. Yeah, being hit in the glass, Harley, this one. <laughs> uh, so, so she said, oh, look, we're gonna, we'll send someone around. I said, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll send someone around. So what, what felt like 15 minutes was probably two minutes. You know, because I'm still sitting there going, holy fuck, like I found a dead body in the cemetery. Anyway, after that two minutes, nothing had happened. And then I'm in this sort of state and I ended up ringing our bloke, so I rang Cole. And I said to Cole, I said, Cole, can you ring comms for me, please, and let them know that, hey, I'm not fucking around. I've actually found a corpse in a fucking cemetery that's not supposed to be there. Even though he's in a grave, he's not meant to be in it, he's above it. Um, you know, and he's like, "Fucking, what's going on?" <laughs> so he uh, he ended up ringing comms. But by that time, the, they an ambulance had turned up because they've still got to send an ambulance, someone to declare that the person's passed away. I mean, in obvious cases, the police can issue a life extinct form. Obvious cases, like if the person was severely decomposed, yeah. or they were missing a head, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, there's obvious cases. But yeah. so they sent the ambulance around, and then. Um, the police turned up. Now, while that was happening, another proper true yarn, this old fella is walking down towards us, right? And I'm looking at him and he's, like, looking at us like, you know he's coming. To, you know when you know he's coming to you? Yeah. Like, he knows something's going on where he's looking at you and I'm thinking, oh, fuck. Like, I don't want to have to talk to this guy and tell him what's going on because it looks, I look sus. <laughs> <laughs> and he's you also know, a potential customer. That's right. <laughs> well, turns out he was. What? <laughs> <laughs> so he comes down, what's going on? I'm said, oh, you know, old mate, he's, you know, he's fucking, he's not, he's not here. He's gone. Um, and like, you mean gone? I said, no, no, like gone to heaven. He's like, oh, okay, shit. He goes, yeah, I was just coming down to check on him. And anyway, I'm looking at him and going, fuck, I know you. I know you from somewhere. I'm like... Mate, your name's not fucking Jim by any chance. He said, yeah, I am. He goes, would you believe you're one of my prepaid funeral clients? He goes, true. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He goes, yeah. He goes, I wonder if that was still active. I said, of course it's still active, bro. You're fucking still alive. <laughs> you're prepaid. <laughs> you're prepaid, mate. You're still alive in you're the first. You're still here. still active. <laughs> <laughs> and he would have been one of my very first clients when I first started doing that. Yeah, right. Yeah, and then I happened to run into him while we were both... Taking care of a dead body. Wow. Yeah. So, and yeah. The coppers get there. Coppers get there. They get straight up with the cheek. <laughs> oh, was, oh, what are you, trying to drum up some business, mate? It's a bit fucking slow at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing in the dead centre of town? <laughs> like, you know, like, oh, it's not every day that you bid us to a job. You know, just giving me the full fucking, giving me the full spray. 
And yeah. like, but we do have like good relationship with those, with all you know, with all uh, the general duties and all that sort. Of, we over the years are doing jobs with them and stuff. They've always been great. I'm, you know, give you an example, like you know, Ash and I, like back in the day, man, like we. You know, all of us, like even you, you know, we were we were, we were different. Like oh, it wasn't normal for people of our age to be dabbling in this industry. 100%. So, you know, like kudos to the old boy. I've got to give him a bit of a prop because he, he said, you know, he took a bit of an investment risk on us, you know, all these young Thundercats coming, <laughs> <laughs> coming in. Because at one point there was about four of us that were yeah. all under the age of 20. All Dino. Dino. You, me, Ash. Ash. Phil, be Phil yeah. yeah. So, you know. Even Corey. Oh, Corey's Corey? a little bit old. Yeah. He's still, still, just say under 25. Just say under 25. I mean, that's not back, and back when we were doing it, yeah. that wasn't common. No fucking way. Let alone a whole team of us. Yeah. Like, of <laughs> Thunderbacks. Thund- <laughs> Young Thundercats. I <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah. Thundercats. Thundercats, yeah, fucking hell. And, um, you know, so we, you know, we would dress different too. Like, like, you know, we would bleach our hair because all the, you know, kids of that age were bleaching their hair and doing all that bits and pieces. So, you know, we looked like something there, like fucking, yeah, you know, like with the bleach blonde hair, like, like iridescent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's reflective. <laughs> now we fucking turn up to a scene and like the cops just straight up give you shit. Like they go get out of the car. Ashley and I twin in with the blonde's hair and they're like, oh well, they got a fucking soul on bleach. <laughs> <laughs> and then Ashley like, oh no, but it smells like they got a fucking sale on bacon. Yeah, fucking give them curry back. So, uh, but uh, so, so yeah. from that point, bro, the, mm. the, the coppers there, and coppers there. So the coppers there, mate. The, the ambulance come over. They've declared that this person's deceased. Then the ambulance go over to my kids. All right, and the kids are like sitting there, and the, the ambulance come, the ladies come over. They don't know any, they don't know who we are, what we've done, or anything like that. So, you know, they're consoling my children. They're going, "Oh, you know, this, look, you know, are you, are you okay?" <laughs> Tyler's like looking at me, going, "Dad, what the fuck?" <laughs> so just go with it. They don't know. <laughs> so you know, they're console. In the end, like they've been there, they've been doing it. For, I said, "Look, I said, look, yeah, I'm a funeral director." My kids are growing up in the industry. I said, this this is nothing for them. Yeah. I said, this is no problem. They're like, oh, okay, radio. No worries. Um, and then, uh, so Cole, Cole's obviously got the pre-warner, so he's come flying over with the car all ready to go. And, uh, yeah, so that was that was pretty much the go. Now, the guy, the guy, now, I, I did a little bit of background history on this guy that passed away, right? So, obviously, you know, the police have to take my statement down, take my name down, all the information, where I'm from. Brian from, you know, from funeral home, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, um, this this guy had sort of, he was known to the police. Um, they sort of knew who he was straight away. No no sort of direct fel- relatives or family and stuff. And then from our previous conversations, you know, we were talking about the government assisted ones, yep. about the burials and all that sort of stuff. Well, this is essentially what's happening. This, this poor bastard then had to be transported up to the mortuary, held up in the mortuary for several months while... They were trying to source relatives and trying to do bits and pieces for this. Anyway, they reckon that um, he, they found the last known address of his mother and that was in 1986 and it was directed to their, her home and when they went out there it was a, an industrial estate by that time. So yep. no, con, no other contact. Zero Anyway, so I um, I thought I would do the right thing because I, him, me and old mate, we've got a bit of a relationship. <laughs> You've now. got a bond now. <laughs> we've yeah. got a bond. So I may, I actually reached out and said, 
hey, look, you know, it saved the government having to pay for this disposition. Look, I'm happy to, to, to do the service for free. Like, I'll, I'll cremate old mate and he can hang out with me at the office. Yeah. I was having with me at the office. He's got no relatives, no friends. He's going to sit in the cupboard somewhere, so why not sit at the office? I mean, with the guy that found him. So yeah. I put a, an expression of interest in it, but um, they, uh, they didn't They didn't end up getting back with me. And I think it might have been because it might have looked a little bit fucking sus. A bit weird. <laughs> Especially when, you know, like all the paperwork had my name as the person who fucking found him. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm offering the cremative for nothing. <laughs> so, you know, that, that could have looked a little bit weird. But, um, yeah, so. You and know. you didn't end up getting the job? No, so by that time the government assisted funerals had been appointed to another funeral home. So we so they split the contracts up. So one funeral home does one of the justice funerals and then one funeral home does the the retrievals and the coroner's work now. So um I think that's all been that's been changed again, but this was sort of that stupid thing where they're trying to they're trying to multiple roles for other funeral homes and it just it turned to shit. Yeah. And so they're fixing that and going back to that way. So yeah, so technically I didn't. didn't Did that? Yeah, yeah, right. Otherwise, I wouldn't have. Otherwise, I wouldn't have offered. I yeah. would have just known oh, yeah, it was yeah. coming through anyway. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and um, I just want to before we wrap this yarn up. And you talked about um, bleaching hair and dying hair. Um, <laughs> uh, did you tell a yarn about uh, one time you had grey hair and why <laughs> yeah. you had grey hair? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I went to the hairdresser and asked to get grey hair because I just wanted to see what I'd look like when I got older. <laughs> so I did. They fucking dyed my hair grey. Fully grey because Bri- Bryce is old boy Pezza. Shout out Pezza. He's yeah. been, um, had grey hair since he's about 30 himself. Yeah, he has, yeah. yeah. So I'm yeah. sitting El there. Silver Fox. Silver Fox, yeah, that's what they call him. I, uh, so I wanted to see what I'd look like. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like, a proper tree. Yeah, that's a proper tree, yeah. <laughs> Only you, bro. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.